Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 3 February 2021, and as I welcome yesterday's news that I can soon get my bourbon via Uber, I note the Portuguese were smiling at their own achievements. Bartholomew Diaz rounded the Cape of Good Hope, 1488-1509. They defeated the Ottoman Navy near India. 1781, American Revolution, the British seized a Dutch island, making Americans think, well, we really do have a chance against this unfocused empire. 1870, 15th Amendment to the United States Constitution ratified, guaranteed voting rights to male citizens regardless of race, making me wonder with with all the new genders that are supposed to be out there, those identifying as something other than male or female actually have the franchise. Looks like a new amendment may have to come. Vietnam Communist Party founded today in 1930. As we hear hopeful voices speaking about unifying our country, it's worth noting that this Communist Party was founded at what was called the Unification Conference. Born today, actress Morgan Fairchild, a performer so divinely proportioned that even teen boys were tuning into her soap operas back in the day. On the way, a tale of unity and an actor named Booth who saved a politician named Lincoln. I'm not that different from others doing a Today in History. I'm just the only functional inebriate doing one. But sometimes an entry sobers me up and makes me think of my betters, many of whom have gone before me. The entry I saw isn't much. 1943, the SS Dorchester sunk by a German U-boat. Only 230 of 902 men aboard survived. It was a sad time when the death of hundreds barely amounted to a headline. But four of those deaths inspired the world for a time until being forgotten by a modern culture that thinks heroes only come from Marvel comics or social justice forums. All four were chaplains. But that's where the similarity ends. One Catholic, one Methodist, and a Dutch Reformed, and a rabbi. One had already served in a combat zone. One was known to be shy and quiet, and unless the military has changed, they were likely all unappreciated by the rough soldiers and sailors to whom they ministered. But during the mid-watch, when a torpedo slammed the Dorchester below the waterline, their actions, well, half-clothed sailors and soldiers scampered for the lifeboats. One lifeboat hung on the davits because a petty officer couldn't operate the cranks with his frozen hands. The rabbi gave him a pair of gloves along with a forgivable lie, saying he had another pair. The other three calmed the evacuees as they waited for boats. When the boats were full, all four handed life preservers to those who would face the deathly water. Not much of a chance, even with a life preserver, but with no preserver, no chance. And when the jackets were all taken, the chaplains gave their own preservers so that four more frightened young men would have a shot, at least a shot, at survival. The father didn't ask the recipient if he was a Catholic. The Jew didn't seek out a son of Abraham. All gave their last chance so that in their eyes another child of God just might live. As the men looked back from the lifeboats, they saw four, four chaplains locking their arms, heard them singing and praying for the unfortunate souls in the water. It's recorded that Jesus wept over Lazarus. Surely he did that night in 1943 weep again. 
So much talk of unity these days, best remember how cheap talk is compared to actions. I mentioned how Booth saved Lincoln. It happened in 1864 or 65, the date uncertain it was Edwin Booth, brother of assassin John Wilkes Booth, who saved Robert Todd Lincoln, son of the president, saved him from falling to his death from a train platform. It was not known until after the assassination of Lincoln that that fateful incident had occurred. Roberts said that knowledge gained later did much to comfort him in the days after his father's killing. Edwin Booth was probably a better actor and a better man than John Wilkes. He had a theater named in his honor on account of his thespian prowess. In fact, New York's Booth Theater went under construction on this day in history. I expect that a name change for that place will soon be advocated. Edwin Booth was a hero and he was a union man, but he shared a name with an assassin. Guilt by association is the jurisprudence of today's cancel culture. A society that can forget the unifying sacrifice of those four chaplains, it'll happily tear down a monument to a quiet hero. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and you won't end up in jail for backhanding the entitled Red Bull and vodka-drinking social justice-working millennial who's sitting in your usual bar stool charging drinks to his daddy's credit card.